for no reason. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Perry with DMN here for another one-on-one podcast. I'm sitting here today with John Lamont, uh, founder and CEO at Mustache, which is an agency focused primarily on content, which is a bit of an unusual model. John, can you tell me some some of what you guys are doing and actually uh, walk me through the strategy and the, the, the structure and why your content is so, you know, front and center for you guys. Sure. Well, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, Mustache is kind of a hybrid of a, a content studio and a um, social agency. Uh, we focused uh, primarily in the early days on video production, and that was kind of our roots. And we sort of expanded out from there. Um, I think from the beginning, we've kind of, we've had a philosophy that you know focus on creating great content, and that will work in different contexts and across different platforms, um, and will uh, ultimately always work for the brand um, so the way we're structured and organized is a little bit different it's completely based around content so as an agency um, if you come over to mustache your offices in Dumbo it's not rows and rows of account executives um, it's the actual creators the thinkers and the creators and that's what the entire agency is built around so it's rows of producers directors uh, copywriters editors illustrators animators musicians it's it's very much focused on um, creating a place where mostly millennials but not exclusively can come and kind of do their thing and be creative and and then we can put that to work for brands right and uh, the video is a big focus. Right? Yes. Yep. You know, I do a lot of video personally, and uh, I'd love to talk about that from a marketing standpoint anytime we can. What are some of the things you guys are seeing when like clients approach you about? Like, what are their needs, the common needs in video, and how are you guys, you know, meeting those needs? And where is the intersection with data? I mean, and being so content focused. Yep. Yep. Well, I think a lot of our clients, um, like everyone is focused on video. Everyone knows that Google yeah. and Facebook are, you know, jiggering their algorithms to really focus on uh, good results for video content on their platforms. Um, everyone's had some success with video, so everyone kind of gets the idea that they need to be in video. I think sometimes what they're trying to figure out is, okay, what does that mean? Where do I use video? How do I use it? What are, what are, what is the... Um, objectives and the KPIs that I want to establish for uh, a video campaign. And I think there's been a lot of, um, with our clients, a lot of uh, experimentation, a lot of kind of putting their toe in the water. Um, I'd say, I'm talking a little bit broadly about, say, the last five to ten years. Mm -hmm. I'd say lately things have kind of focused up a little bit. Uh, Brands are uh, more focused on what they're trying to achieve. I think they have a better sense of what their KPIs are. I think social is... um, uh, become a big focus, obviously, over the last few years. Yeah, social video seems like a big, deal. very, very big thing. So I think most cases, uh, three out of four, or four out of five times that a client comes to us with um, an opportunity or a challenge, uh, it's they have social in mind. They want to uh, create engagement. Um, they want to create. Um, um, more involvement with their brand. They want to grow their platforms. They want to uh, uh, engage their audiences in bigger and deeper ways. And and they're also, I think, now looking at and what's our bottom line? Like, is this actually creating results for us in the end? Is it creating click-throughs? Is it creating sales? Um, whatever they're trying to achieve. Gotcha. And what about the, uh, the data that you guys are working with? Uh, I know that you're more content focused, but does that make it like more difficult to be also super data focused? Because seems data is such a big topic. As well. Sure, sure. No, I mean, um, I mean, to be honest, like five, ten years ago, when we, we started, seven years ago, exactly, um, we were 
we were it was very early days for us, and we were very focused on let's just make something cool. And I think kind of the the extent of our research and our data uh, was pure intuition about like you know it would be really cool if we did this. Um, I would say to this day we are much more focused on the data and research and uh, strategy on the upfront. I think that is a um, a key pillar on which the campaign is built. But we're probably less data focused and a little less analytical than others. I, I think the data and brands should be doing their homework and have a sense of who their audience is, what kind of behaviors are working with their audience, um, and we'll work with them and do a little bit of research additionally if we have to. And sometimes that's more qualitative than quantitative research too, looking at online behaviors, uh, doing our own interviews and getting a sense of people's reactions to the brand or the product or the in-store experience, whatever it is. Um, combine that with that, whatever research they've done, get a sense of like who is the target, what is motivating them, how are they engaging with the brand, um, and then then let that go a little bit and focus on something that's really compelling. Because at the end of the day, um, our perspective is you need to create content and that content needs to be interesting. Just like a person in a conversation, um, you want to know from a brand what do they believe in, what are they about. Um, you want honest, sort of authentic engagement from them. You want them to say something real, not something corporate. Mm -hmm. And if we combine, um, you know, a sound starting point of strategy and data with um, a really sort of open and honest approach to content, we find that that's what works best. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, frankly, a, a lot of the stuff that I write about personally here is about data. And it can seem, when you're writing about data all the time, yeah. it seems a little bit like marketing has kind of shifted probably a little too far. Yeah, uh, I can say that's our perspective. Yeah. I mean, granted, yeah, you have all this data these days on customers and like, you know, PIIs and all that stuff like yeah. that. So I get it, but at the same time, when you're a creative person and marketing, as far as I know, was a more creative field in right. some respects. Yeah, it just seems like we're going a little too far to the right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think ultimately for us, it's like we need to know who we're talking to. And there is, uh, you know, what might resonate with um, a 70-year-old grandmother in Ohio is going to be a little bit different from an 18-year-old kid in Brooklyn. Sure. Um, but also, I would say at the same time, people are people and they're motivated by the same things and they're afraid of the same things and they're excited about the same things. So I feel like sometimes even those differences can be kind of um, overdone. Um and I feel with the data as well that um, that can be overdone as well because you have to come back to creative in the end and you have to create something that's compelling and fun and fresh and original and honest. Um, and to us, I guess that's more of a focus. But the data does matter in the beginning and also once you're launched, once you'll say you're launching a social campaign, uh, or any kind of campaign, really, then you do want to be seeing what's happening. How are people responding sure, yeah. to what you're creating? You want to get the data from uh, from the first from the launch of the campaign, and then you want to start adjusting to it and optimizing for it and moving towards the things that are working and away from the things that aren't. So data is critical, but um, it's less focused for us. We are a little more intuitive, and we are yeah. more focused on content and creative, and just doing something compelling and ultimately our perspective is that's the most important thing yeah especially in like today's experience kind of based culture where uh it's, it's almost like data kind of conflicts with you know the experience part of it yeah it's kind of more of a fun discovery kind of thing yeah yeah there's something not organic about it at yeah some level. yeah yeah when you're overly focused on you know figures and things like that it just seems a bit i don't know textbooky yeah, yeah exactly yeah so <clears throat> i want to talk real quick about some of the uh, the film things or video rather that um, 
the perspective you guys have in terms of like literacy and all that stuff because mm -hmm. I know that when I talk to some brands, they um you know they're like oh we're doing video, but it's probably one guy in in the, in the office or they're going to an agency uh, exclusively things like that. And there's companies that don't have budget to do things like right. that. They they might have just the one guy. So in terms of just like video literacy, what are like the most important things that you guys find uh, or keys to success of making good videos as a as a brand? Um, well, you know, I think ultimately it's about um, having a diverse team of creators uh, because my objection to the kind of single one man or woman band that's creating all your content is that that person's going to have a, a thing that they do, a perspective, a point of view, a style, and, and they may be really good at it, but you're just going to get that one thing. And mm -hmm. as a brand, you need to be able to talk to different audiences in different ways about different topics. Um, using different styles of content creation and different perspectives. Um, so my, my sort of first reaction to that is um, we spend a lot of time focused on uh, cultivating a real team of creatives and we mix and match them in different ways to bring different voices and different approaches to every piece of content. So when we're working with a brand, even though maybe there is a little bit of a kind of in-house style to mustache and what we create, um, and a little bit of a through line. It's 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 diverse and it's varied, and um, you know we don't want anyone at our company to get too siloed. Like that's the guy that does beauty gifts, um, right. because that's just going to become very rote and boring, uh, and won't be that compelling. So I I think it's sort of the same thing with the uh, with the in house team. Um, in terms of literacy, what do you mean by literacy? I'm trying to wrap my head around. I'm sorry. I mean. Uh I know, for instance, for me, in my experience, when I'm working with you know brands or you know my own personal clients and uh -huh. things like that, there's just basic things about like video and production that aren't fully considered. Right. So it's yeah. hard to kind of meet the yeah. needs sometimes, where it's like you know you're asking for something, and to you it sounds really simple, but this is kind of kind of a big ask. Yeah. You know? Oh, one hundred percent. I know. Now I know what you're talking about. Uh, and yeah. It, it was a it, bit it complex. Is, it is. Yeah. It's, uh, no, but it's it's very much our reality as well because um, and some clients are extremely sophisticated and know what they want and understand creative and marketing and video. Um, often they'll understand marketing and they'll understand their brand, but they might not understand video production. So um, you know, sometimes the threshold issue is just understanding that. Um, you know, we might get a question like, how much is a video? Um, and that's, that's that's just such a, it's a tough question to deal with because you don't want to, um, you don't want to insult people, but you know, the truth is anywhere between, you know, $5,000 and, you know, a million dollars, depending entirely on what it is. So um, at the same time, um, I think what we try to do first is get a client to um, a realistic sense of what budget will work because it, it doesn't work for brands if we're just like, um, let's not talk about budget at all, especially in this age where people need to create a lot of content and they have fixed budgets and, and they need to do their job. So, um, you know, we can't just spend arbitrary amounts. I do think it makes sense for a client to first get a sense of a realistic budget for what their objectives are. Um, and I think they need to do a little work on their end in terms of like, you know, what are their goals? Uh, what is their cost per acquisition perhaps? Mm -hmm. So they can develop a realistic budget um, for a campaign. And then once we get them to the point that they're kind of in the ballpark of something that makes sense, then we, we do, we can back into a number. And I think that's often something we need to do um, 
it's just the nature of doing business. So um, we will back into a number, but I think the first thing is always just getting them to that sort of realistic expectation uh, for what the can, you know, a clear sense of objectives, realistic expectations about budget and results, um, getting to a number and a hard set of KPIs, a basis strategy, and then we can move forward. I mean, once we've got them that literate, perhaps, yeah. if I'm using your term right, um, then we're able to move forward and, and do something good. Okay, yeah, and, and that, that actually makes a lot of sense. And, and that's probably all it really takes is just getting to the money part first. So yeah. Because you guys are the experts, right? We know what we can do internally. Right. We just got to make sure we're on the same page. Right. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, sometimes in my experience, it's like, oh, I want to do, uh, you know, I, w I want this kind of look or whatever with, yeah. with these type of shots and things yeah. like that yeah. but I only want to spend this much and it's yeah. like and the reference is from some multi-million dollar yeah, global yeah. campaign and it's like oh I need a drone for that you know yeah. Yeah, it's not easy to just you can't just do that yeah, yeah. it's like well yeah. I don't know then yeah yeah, yeah. So. yeah. it takes a little bit of work yeah. yeah yeah well um anything else that you guys are finding you know as far as trends go with you know some of the clients you're getting newer clients in terms of any content stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. I mean, I feel like um, clients are getting um, a lot more sophisticated about what they need. It, I, the point where we have to sort of talk to them and educate them about the need to create sort of multiple bits of content and be engaging on a regular... I think in our early days, a lot of what we would say to our clients is you need to program your brand almost like it's a TV channel. And you need to think of your brand as a as a channel that needs content 24-7. And so you have to kind of move, and this is, let's say, five or seven years ago, from a kind of one-and-done 30-second spot format um, to something that um, allows for regular and constant engagement. Um, so that's, that's kind of a big focus. But I think brands have come a long way in that sense and understand that more. And we're getting a lot of clients that, you know, are starting with the point of, you know, we need content that's going to program these platforms or channels for a long time. I'd say one other thing that's kind of top of mind for me is, um, you know, I see a lot of debate about television ads, advertising, and 30-second spots versus branded content. And yeah. To me, that's, that's kind of a... Um, I don't put a lot of faith in that kind of debate because 30-second spot... Um, Although an old model can still be very effective way to go, we're not so like, oh, it's all about social only. Um, you have to be engaging on social, that's table stakes. Um, but TV can still be a very effective platform. I think you just need to be thinking about it, everything holistically and creating campaigns that are working on different places so you're reaching different people in different ways. Um, and I think it's more about sort of the style of content and making sure that you're creating something that's honest, um, that um, that provokes trust, that is actually interesting, that actually says something, that isn't too corporate, um, and that is en actually engaging, whether it's because it's funny or because it's sweet or it's unexpected or it's really surprising and exciting. Um, those are the things to me that make for compelling campaigns that are branded content or branded entertainment. Um, and whether it's a 30 or a social campaign, it just it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, it gets a little arbitrary when you try and put those restrictions on. Yeah, it. yeah. It's, like you said, it's, it's content. Yeah, you know? that's right. <laughs> that's our perspective anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, John, thanks so much, man. Uh, I learned a lot personally. I hope the viewers did it or listeners did as well. Uh, really appreciate you, man. Cool. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks.